the ancient landmark we thank God for the drama ministry arm of the Redeemed Christian Church of God, the UK, which is popularly known as the ancient landmark. If we observe their drama ministration carefully over the years, we will discover that they are biblical stories that are dramatized to drive home salient messages to use in the body of Christ. Their ministration has always been scripturally based. The stories of old have been brought to life in our day to reveal spiritual the book of Proverbs. 22-28, it is written, Do not remove the ancient landmark which your fathers have set. What is an ancient landmark? The story is told of a six-year-old girl whose father used to work in the army. There was this particular day that she walked out of her house and got lost. As she was wandering around, a group of soldiers saw her from afar, and they came close to her. She started crying profusely. They bombarded her with questions, Who is your father? What is his name? Where do you live? Is it in the barracks or the officers' quarters? When one of them tried to calm her down, all she could mutter was the Oroko tree which was a massive tree just five minutes walk from her house. Then one of them asked her, Is your house close to the Oroko tree? She nodded, If we take you to where the tree is, will you be able to take us to your house? She nodded again. Two of the soldiers held her by the hand, and as they walked about 25 minutes, they approached the Oroko tree and immediately she led them to her house. The Oroko tree was a landmark. It was a pointer and a guide, which was why she couldn't miss her home from where the tree was located. In Deuteronomy 19.14, Moses was instructing the people of God not to remove the ancient landmarks which were set by the men of old with regards to their inheritance in the promised land. In Genesis 7.12, God had already spoken to Abraham that he would give his descendants the land of Canaan as an inheritance in his fourth generation the children of Israel were the fourth generation that possessed the land of Canaan, and the inheritance was named after them according to the word of God. The twelve children of Israel became the twelve tribes representing the nation of Israel. The landmarks which were set at the time of laying out and allotting the land to the twelve tribes of Israel were significant for proper identification of their inheritance as the inheritance passed from one generation to another. The rightful inheritance of each of the twelve tribes of Israel could only be identified by the landmarks that were put in place. The landmarks were part of their identity. In the same vein, there are ancient landmarks of spiritual truths and standards that were established by our fathers for the church. The ancient landmarks, according to the scriptures, are the precepts that guided the people of God in their walk with God. Let's take a look at a few of these ancient landmarks, landmark of faith. The Christian race is a journey of faith. Faith is so crucial that without it, we cannot please God. Faith is believing and trusting God, and it entails waiting on Him to do whatever we are asking of Him. It is not helping God bring His promises to fulfillment. It is not leaving a life of compromise and looking for shortcuts for self-gratification. It is not looking for alternatives when there is a delay. It is waiting on the Lord to act at his own appointed time so that his name can be glorified. Jesus was speaking to his disciples, and he asked a fundamental question in Luke 18, 8 Be nevertheless when the Son of Man shall come, will he really find faith on earth? Jesus posed this question when he was speaking on the parable that men always ought to pray and not lose heart. Faith is expressed by what we do, and that is why faith and work are inseparable. Faith alone without work is an exercise in futility. We don't give up in the place of prayer until he intervenes. We grow in faith, God takes us from one level of faith to another. Landmark of Obedience 
Obedience to the Word of God is paramount in our walk with Him. God demands obedience at all costs, whether it is convenient or not. We cannot fully demonstrate our faith in God without obeying Him. When God told Abraham to leave his country and go to a place that he will show him, he simply followed without rationalizing it. The promises of God are yea and amen, but we have to play our part in fulfilling the conditions attached. In Isaiah 1:19, the scripture says, If you are willing and obedient, you shall eat the good of the land. There is a willingness that comes from the heart to obeying or following instructions. You don't just obey because you must do it. It has to come from the heart so that we can derive maximum benefits from the blessings therein. God also demands total and not partial obedience to his words. Partial obedience portrays a lack of faith in God and does not yield good results. As we grow in the Lord, we learn to obey him. Obedience is a learning process. Landmark of love. God's love is expressed to humanity when he gave his only begotten son to die on the cross for the remission of our sins. We reciprocate his love for us by keeping his commandments. Our Lord Jesus was speaking in John 14:15, If you love me, keep my commandments. We cannot say we love God and be living in disobedience. We are admonished to love one another as Christ loved us. How did Christ demonstrate his love for us? He loved us unconditionally. Our love for the brethren ought to be likewise. The early church in Acts chapter 2 grew daily because of the love amongst brethren. The love was so attractive that many were propelled to join the early church and be part of the family of God. The body of Christ must be united in love as a weapon against the enemy to bring lost souls to the kingdom. Love is expressed in giving. Everyone has got something to give in selfless service to God and humanity so that we can continue to be a light amid a dark world. In Hosea 5:10, God was furious against those that removed the bound. The word bound is synonymous with the landmark. There is only one gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ, and its doctrines are set out in the scriptures. Ministers of the gospel are expected to teach sound doctrines in the light of the word of God irrespective of the geographical location. The bounds and standards should be set out and maintained consistently over time. The diverse cultures of nations with their belief systems and the social structures in different societies tend to justify the philosophy of relativism, but the word of God and its doctrines cannot be compromised. Where the culture or systems put in place by the traditions of men contradicts the gospel, the word of God must take precedence. The standard of God as spelled out in the scriptures should not be lowered to accommodate variation in socio-cultural differences, but different methods or strategies that are feasible could be employed in reaching out to people of diverse cultures within the bound of love. This calls for the need to foster unity and doctrines within the body of Christ in this end time as we launch out to rescue souls for Christ. Why is God so passionate about preserving these ancient landmarks? The ancient landmarks are a part of our identity in Christ Jesus. Removing them implies that there is no significant difference between the people of the world and us. In another scripture in Genesis.18, 19, God was speaking confidently concerning Abraham that he would command his children and his entire household to follow after his example to keep the way of the Lord. The jet age, with its numerous technological advancements, has simplified access to the Word of God so that we can become more acquainted with it and well-equipped. God expects so much from us to be role models to our children, our entire household, our community, and the society at large. We cannot give what we don't have. These ancient landmarks must be seen and demonstrated in all that we do.
we must teach our children in whichever medium to convey them in a language that they could understand. We'll have to leave behind a legacy of faith in Christ Jesus so that our children can pass it on to the next generation. It is in preserving these ancient landmarks in our walk with God that we can also lay hold tenaciously to our inheritance, which is reigning with Christ in eternity. It is our prayer that the Lord will find us worthy co-labors in his vineyard. Amen. Now.